0: Welcome to the Wealth Academy podcast. This podcast helps you discover wealth is more than just money. It consists of several empowering components that make up wealth in your personal and business life. Now, here's your host. Paul Lawrence Van. Hi, it's Paul Lawrence Van, host of Wealth Academy podcast. Glad you could be with me today. And I'm honored to be hosting this new amazing podcast because it's really going to transform the listeners. And that's really what this particular podcast is all about. Uh, my name again is Paul Lawrence Van. And uh, one of the things that I'm going to do with this particular show is to help those listeners and subscribers. Uh, to my podcast to better understand wealth uh wealth academy podcast and the subtitle for this episode and this this podcast in it of itself is wealth is more than just money and why is this important this is important because all too often people chase money they never acquire it Uh, they believe that the financial aspect of their life is the only aspect And unfortunately, it's not. In order to to live a wealthy lifestyle, one must have much more than just financial resources to make that happen. There are things such as joy, love, happiness, peace, peace of mind, and much, much more. And that's what I want to share with you today and give you a background on myself as well as about the Wealth Academy podcast itself. And uh, one thing I want to talk about is that I'm one of 10 children That's right. I have five sisters and there were five boys in the family. I happen to be the oldest son, and I happen to be the son who was put to work at the age of 10 by my parents to work in our community grocery store, fans groceries. I did not have any after school activities because I was working in the store. (laughs) And so I guess entrepreneurship came to me at a very young age. And my father, he just claims that I volunteered, but I never raised my hand. And uh, But I learned a lot of things. I, I learned how to work with vendors, uh, people who would bring the food uh, to our house, the canned goods, the fresh produce, the fresh fish each Thursday. And one reason why I really didn't eat seafood for a long time is because I had to clean the fish a few days later. But I learned I handled the cash register. I handled customers, the credit and I stocked the shell. So I learned from a very young age. So I've been at entrepreneurship and business for a very, very long time. So fast forward, I made it on to high school, and I approached my father about playing football because uh, time was getting short for my high school years. And uh, I went to him, and I said, Dad, you know, it's getting a little bit late for me in terms of playing football. I would really love to do it. And he told me, I looked me in the eye and he said, well, if you play, you can't live here anymore. And I said, I'll take that deal. <laughs> and what happened? I ended up staying with my grandmother, who was maybe no more than maybe a mile away from where I lived with my siblings and my parents. And I played football. And uh, it was the greatest thing that could happen to and for me because I learned how to get along with other people, I learned about teamwork, I learned about resilience, determination and commitment. And interesting enough, this pretty much led to uh, me having some very great, great mental toughness over the years. Ultimately, I joined the military and uh, that's why I'm bringing that up right now because those type of things really helped me. And not only did I play football for two years, and we had a very successful team uh, there in Henderson, North Carolina, a small town uh, in north uh, northern part of North Carolina, but I also ran track. And I was on the track team because I was preparing to go to college to play football. So for football, of course, you need speed. And uh, what I did, I ran track. So again, it built more fortitude, more determination, more uh, ac- action Uh, oriented uh, focus for me because it's something I had never done, and ironically enough, the first five track meets that I ran in, I won each event, and I lost to the ultimate state champion, which was not too bad for an amateur uh, runner, and I ran the 800 meters and the anchor leg on the mile relay. So fast forward, uh, I had no money to attend college. My parents uh, had 10 children, They both worked factory jobs. My mother worked for a factory for 28 years. My dad for 27 at the same company. And so they didn't have any money. I didn't have very much. On the uh, day of graduation, I had relatives and friends that that gave me money. I had maybe $600 total. And so I had already applied for different schools. And uh, when it was time to go to school, I was introduced to something called grants. And so I applied for grants because my parents were at the poverty level, having 10 children on the income that they had. And as a result of that, uh, I was able to attend college. And I also worked my very first semester of college primarily because I needed extra money uh, if I wanted to uh, get food somewhere or if I wanted to be able to go back and forth to home because I didn't have any transportation. And I did run track in my very first year of college. And I did okay. But I knew that it was not going to be a long-term situation for me, primarily, because my academics was the most important thing. And it let me know that education is the most important aspect for anyone who has grown up in a financially poverty uh, type upbringing. And, And that was my condition. I had a lot of love for my family, my parents, for my brothers and sisters, also for my extended family, as well as my friends. However, uh, money, you have to have money to attend college, and so I had a part-time job as the electrician apprentice. <laughs> now mind you, it actually ended up being a very shocking experience in more ways than one. I had a family member uh, who had a relative uh, in Raleigh, North Carolina, where my college was, Shaw University, and uh, he, he brought me on to help me make a little bit of money, and I helped him out after class each day, And I was getting shocked all over the place. And after a while, everything I touched, I was being shocked. So I I couldn't do that too much longer. So when Time for Track came up, I I had to let that gig go. (laughs) And so after my uh, freshman year, I uh, ended up going back home, worked in my parents' store. I worked in a factory initially for about three weeks. And I was threatened by this this, uh, individual at this factory I was working in. And uh, my, my dad and my uncle had a long talk with him, and that straightened things out, but I knew I couldn't stay there because it was just a little bit too uh, dangerous for me. And so I started back working in my family's store. and the second week I received a call from Raleigh, North Carolina, from the UPS, United Parcel Service, and they offered me a job. And I took that job, and I worked on that job until I went into the United States Air Force after I had received my uh, college degree uh, a uh, Bachelor of Arts degree in Business Administration and Accounting, and uh, after that, I went through the two-year ROTC program, and when I went through the Air Force ROTC program, I went to basic uh, training camp for six weeks in Dover, Delaware. I successfully completed that, came back to North Carolina State University where ROTC was being hosted, and uh, I joined the two-year program. And fast forward on the day that I graduated, I not only received academic honors uh, for my uh, bachelor's degree in accounting and uh, business administration, but also I was a distinguished graduate of ROTC and I received a commission uh, on that day, on that same day. And uh, I ended up in the Air Force. And it, it was six months before I actually went on active duty. So I continued to work at UPS. And then I went on to my military career, started at Wright-Patterson Air Force Base in Dayton, Ohio. And fast forward, I uh, ended up doing financial work for them. I was a cost analyst, so I was an acquisition officer. So I costed contracts, multimillion-dollar contracts for the United States Air Force. So therein lies that financial and that wealth aspect yet again. And uh, I uh, left after eight years and went to work for mobile oil company, and they brought me in as a, as a uh, budget and cost uh, analyst, financial analyst for them. And I did that for two years. And uh, one day I was conducting the, uh, performing the uh, monthly income report, the MIR, we call it. And I received a call from this colonel at the Pentagon. He said, hey, we see that you were trying to get a reserve a slot there at Tinker Air Force Base in Oklahoma as a part-time. Uh, guardsmen, but we'd like to bring you on duty. And I accepted it. And I ended up going back to the Pentagon, serving 12 consecutive years, uh, working on multi-billion dollar programs and also doing legislative work. And I uh, ended up being selected as a Capitol Hill fellow and I worked for a member of Congress Uh, who was on the House Armed Services Committee. So I worked in the U.S. House of Representatives. I also worked on Veterans Administration programs as well. And I retired uh, two years after that in the rank of Lieutenant Colonel with an honorable discharge. And as I was going through my transition workshop, Uh, the consultant asked me, what did I want to do for the second chapter of my life? And I said, I'd seen a lot of professional speakers over the years, Les Brown, Zig Ziglar, some of my favorite, favorite speakers. And so I told them that, um, I told her that I wanted to become a speaker. And then I started telling everyone. Eventually the universe heard it and uh, I became a professional speaker. I had my, uh, received a, I contacted the superintendent of the school system where I grew up in Henderson, North Carolina, and he brought me in to speak to the students. So I started out in the youth market speaking, and then the next thing you know, I ended up receiving a uh, 12 city speaking tour from a, a organization, nonprofit organization. I went throughout the United States speaking again to youth and talking to them about how to be more resilient, because a lot of these uh, youth, uh, their parents were fighting in the war in Afghanistan and Iraq. So I taught them coping skills and how to to cope and how to have a positive life in the absence of their parents. And then fast forward, I continued on, received training in uh, diversity and inclusion, and I did that for quite a while. I went to Toronto, Canada, for Mastercard International, Texas Behavioral Health Institute, Johns Hopkins University, United States Air Force, United States Air Force Academy, and and many many more over the years. And uh, what that did for me, it ultimately brought me into writing my first book, which was titled and which is titled "Living on Higher Ground," a motivational and inspirational book. And uh, I've at, thus far I've written six total books, three solo books in addition to three co-authored books, and two of the books are number one international bestsellers. So I've gone from uh, being an Air Force officer to being uh, leading and founding Wealth Building Academy, LLC, which is a professional development company. And uh, what I do is provide uh, speaking, motivational speaking, leadership talks, in addition to diversity and inclusion training, which is really big right now as a result of uh, what the United States uh, is going through. And uh, so it served me very well. And then when I look at the coaching uh, aspect, I uh, am a coach, a mindfulness life coach, where I work with clients and corporations as well as individuals. And I help them to understand that uh, they can live a, a healthy and wealthy life Uh, as a result of getting the stress and anxiety off of themselves, especially when we consider COVID-19 and all that it's doing to people all over the world with this global pandemic. I also am a spiritual consciousness coach where I help people to become more aware of their being, working and operating from the inside of themselves and not allowing the particular uh, stresses of life to overcome them. And then lastly, lastly, I'm a business success coach where I help companies as well as, as uh, small business owners how to really accelerate their entrepreneurship, their business. And I uh, provide six different coaching sessions for that in addition to a mentorship uh, program that I offer to entrepreneurs to help them to get aligned with their vision, with their goals, and also to help them get a business plan written. And so uh, when you look at everything uh, that I've done over the years, everything has led back to wealth, and uh, that's part of what I'm going to talk about now. And uh, some of these successes that I've had uh, before as, first of all, being able to retire from the United States Air Force after having left it for eight years, that's a success in and of itself. I'm also I have a family now I'm the father of two teenage children two brilliant children and uh, they're doing really really great and I support them I support them so much that I became and was elected the, the parent teacher organization president at their school and I uh, did that for 2 years and uh, I raised, uh, helped raise $25,000 the first year and $25,000 the second year. So it's trying to make a difference and showing them the importance of education as well. And, and then uh, when I look at the coaching that I provide, I have uh, gone on a teachable application and I have created six coaching sessions. Uh, one of them happens to be uh, people who want to assess and, and have a plan for the business and then others who want to take it a step further uh, by uh, accelerating their business. And then ultimately, they, I have a program called The Whole Enchilada. is finding financial freedom as an entrepreneur, and that program is really great. And, and most recently, I did come up with a, a mentorship program. I had an individual that contacted me. He wants me to mentor him, and that's exactly what I plan on doing. So I have several programs. So let me talk about them just a little bit and, uh, and we can go from there. As I mentioned before, um, I, in fact, uh, uh, conduct a coaching and uh, I have a mindfulness coaching program. And in this program, I help executives. I help uh, mid-level managers and employees to understand that uh, they can help offset COVID-19 by enhancing their immune system. So I talk to them about health and wellness, fitness, nutrition. I talk to them about uh, finding peace. I talk to them about meditation and different ways in which they can not only help themselves, but help the members of their families. And of course, I'm prescribing to the uh, different uh, safety protocols, such as wearing a mask, uh, not being in large crowds, washing the hands, the they, sanitary uh, aspect of it, and also uh, to find peace within. Our greatest resource for each and every one of us is to have peace from within, Uh, learn how to take naps during the day, Uh, learn if if you can, and a lot of people can because they're home because of their job, and and because a lot of people have been furloughed and are uh, uh, laid off of work uh, and the businesses are closed, Uh, A lot of people are at home, so this is a great time to either retrain into a new industry and get your physical health together, first of all, starting with the diet. And of course, today we know that plant-based diets are are the best uh, that one uh, can involve themselves with. And I have a lot of uh, people that I'm connected with who are experts at this. And and so I would uh, be working with clients, and I will refer them to them. And uh, so one, the other uh, program I have after the mindfulness life coaching is spiritual consciousness coaching. And a lot of people think that uh, that spiritual consciousness coaching is about religion, but it's, it's much more than that. It's about the spirit and it's about the mind, body, and spirit. And we all have a temple and it's made up of those three aspects, which is the mind. So I talk to people about how they condition the mind to, to, for that mental toughness. Uh, as, as just one example, then I talk to people about the body and something as simple as a five to 10 minute stretching exercise can make a tremendous difference for people and uh, also to have humor in their life. So if you see some movies that are funny or I see a comedian, you know, with clean jokes, of course, that that would also help. And then with the spirit uh, that's going into meditation, uh, that's going into some for some people yoga. And and different aspects that I provide uh, to people for the spiritual consciousness. And so people are looking inside of themselves, trying to figure out what is it uh, that they need at this time. And we've had uh, over 120 days at this point since COVID-19. And so now, again, it's a great time. And if you haven't started, the best time to start is when? It's now. You can start now, start practicing these uh, really remarkable things. Uh, and the other uh, aspect of coaching that I have is business success coaching, and I have a program whereby I help small business owners as well as corporations uh, to uh, be become more efficient, uh, being able to have uh, strengthen the relationship with the coworkers, and helping them to understand that they are a team, and also to help accelerate that revenue aspect. And and just one aspect of that is doing more research, research is the way to go in terms of better understanding uh, what uh, an organization can achieve, and then trying to find out who that ideal client is. Uh, That goes a long way into helping uh, organizations to get better. So those are the three uh, major coaching uh, programs and areas that I focus in. And now I want to talk to you a little bit about uh, diversity and inclusion It's something I was trained on several years ago by a couple of the best people uh, in the business, and so much so uh, that at one aspect, I had them as a part of my team uh, as I put in a proposal for the Air Force. Air Force had a contract for diversity, and uh, I I brought them along. But some of the things that people are experiencing today, there's some civil unrest happening. There's a lot of protests, which is in the Constitution, and uh, people learn... Uh, diversity, more and more more organizations are requesting uh, experts to come in to show them uh, at to assess where they are today in areas of improving. And of course, the number one way to improve with diversity is open communication. Uh, to not talk about it uh, is a detriment to an organization. And it also can impact the number of clients that you can have too, because uh, a lot of times if uh, organization or business is in a community and they don't hire people from that community and they don't uh, promote their products to, to the people. Uh, oftentimes, people are not going to purchase those products because uh, none of their interest is being addressed. Uh, there are no employees from the local community, and thus the likelihood of them purchasing is going to be very, very remote. And so, uh, when we look at diversity and inclusion, Today, uh, we just have to uh, own up to what has happened in the past and move forward. Uh, We can look at uh, the former, uh, the late Congressman uh, John Lewis and and all that he fought for to ensure that all Americans are treated with uh, equality, that there's justice and that all people get along. You know, just as Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. uh, stated, Uh, that uh, it's very important uh, for all people to get along, not by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. And I believe that that's uh, very important. And I I believe that with all the segregation uh, that's taking place in schools and on a Sunday in church, that um, we are going to have to acknowledge that unless we unite as a country, we're going to fall uh, as a country and as a form of power, so to speak. And so I think that's very important, but I do uh, provide uh, that training. Uh, To learn more, you can go to my website at www.paulvanspeaks.com. That's www.paulvanspeaks.com. And you can also reach me by phone at 800-341-6719. Again, I'm the founder and uh, owner of Wealth Building Academy, which is a professional development company. I'm based out of the Metropolitan Washington, D.C. area. And I have extensive experience, training, and expertise uh, in professional development. I love to uh, come on board and uh, take you on as a, one of my clients. And I'm also, what I'm also doing right now is I'm offering our listeners an opportunity for me to coach you to win a free coaching session. So uh, to learn more, or at this point, what you can do, because i have a website going up very soon, uh, which you can uh, go to, uh, but for right now, you can uh, send me an email at paul at wealthacademypodcast.com. I'll spell that. P-A-U-L, the at symbol, W E A L T H A C A D E M Y P O D C A S T. -t 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 dot com go to paul at podcast.com. and you can also go to uh, my website uh, podcast website uh, www.wealthacademypodcast.com and i'd love to uh, take you on as a uh, one episode coach to coach you on one issue uh, that you're having the greatest struggle with and so as many people sign up, I look forward to interviewing you and we can discuss issues uh, in the areas of mindfulness, life coaching, spiritual consciousness coaching, uh, business success coaching, and more. So uh, that, that is what I'm offering you at this time. So uh, I'm, I'm really uh, enjoying this uh, episode and, and uh, Wealth Academy podcast in and of itself. And uh, now I wanna talk to you just a little bit about my books. I have uh, written uh, three solo books. The first is Living on Higher Ground, which is a motivational and inspirational book. Uh, And it has each chapter after it, you can uh, work on uh, a given issue. It may be on motivation. It could be on inspiration. It could be on empowerment. It even could be on diversity because after each chapter in this book, uh, a person can write things uh, down that will help them. And then I wrote a book titled, one I've never done before, which is a, a spirit-focused book titled Faith for Times Like Now. And in this book, I really uh, get down into the aspects of how one can increase their faith. And it's a devotional book, and it's a 21-day devotional book. And uh, it's, it's one of the best I've written Uh, I really never thought I would write a book like that. But uh, one day I was walking, I had dropped my children off at school and I was walking around the track and really the spirit came to me and it said, hey, write this book. And that's exactly how this happened. And uh, I I decided, well, I'll write this book. And I, I wrote it. And it turned out to be a really, really great book, a powerful book. And I share some of the ups and downs that I've had in my life, what others have had in their life. And after each chapter, uh, it helps people to uh, just become more spiritually conscious. And today we know that we need it more than ever, uh, especially when we consider uh, at this point they're close to about 170,000 fellow uh, uh, citizens, Americans, that have passed as a result of COVID-19. So now is a great time to uh, build up our spirit person and and just uh, to help each and every one of us out. And then my third book is a goal book and it's called Goal Achievers. And uh, this book will be published soon and uh, I'm looking forward to getting it to your hands, but uh, I leave a Facebook group uh, a private Facebook group. And in that group, we, we talk about different elements, uh, such as goals, we talk about courage, we talk about pr- productivity, mental toughness. Um, we talk about uh, different aspects of daily living uh, that uh, can help one to, to live a better life day by day. And I'm, I'm building that group up as well on Facebook. And so in, in the near future, I'll be doing a lot more of the uh, Zoom calls uh, with, in, to interview guests. I will be doing a lot of the uh, Facebook Lives uh, in connection with that and uh, just offering uh, speaking, offering coaching, training, and, and of course, publishing even more books. I look to uh, pre- perform some joint ventures with others. And uh, just to empower people, because now is the best time to do that. When so many people are struggling, they're not sure what when they will go back to work if they'll go back. Not sure whether students are going to go back to school. A lot of things are up in the air, and it's definitely something uh, we all have to uh, give consideration to. And uh, one of the things uh, that I had talked about before is that uh, I want to help people to understand that when it comes to wealth. Don't just think in terms of dollars and cents. We know that's important because different people and families have needs. However, it's more from that aspect of looking at your life, looking at your quality of your life. Uh, What's more important, having good health or having more wealth? Uh, I would say, and 99% of people would say, is having good health. So I talk about wellness, I talk about nutrition, I talk about fitness, I talk about uh, how one can have a wealthy lifestyle and it doesn't necessarily have to all be about money. And uh, it's some of the aspects that I will be talking about in future broadcasts when I bring on other guest experts and also when I perform and conduct some coaching on some of my solo calls. And uh, what I'm going to do right now is uh, give an opportunity for listeners to contact me uh, to see if you can win an opportunity for a free coaching session with me. Well, we'll talk about one topic, and I'll help you with that. That one topic may very well be uh, transitioning into a new career field. It could possibly be writing your first book or your next book. It could be hosting a radio show. Uh, Which I've hosted, uh, wealth, uh, the wealthy speaker talk radio show. I have over 525 episodes of that particular uh, show, and I've interviewed people such as Chris Gardner from *The Pursuit of Happiness*, the the role that Will Smith played in the movie. I met him in Toronto when I was speaking there; we were on the same platform. I followed up with him when he had a a a book, a new book out. I uh, interviewed the co-founder of Wealth of, of um, uh, I interviewed uh, the co-founder of Blog Talk Radio, uh, Alan Levy. I've interviewed him several times. Each time I would uh, arrive at 100 episodes, I would interview him. <laughs> and so that was really nice. I interviewed uh, Zig Ziglar's daughter on my show, and Zig Ziglar, I met him at the National Speakers Association convention in Orlando several years ago, and I, ent- and I uh, interviewed his daughter. I also interviewed... Uh, Dr. Martin Luther King, daughter, uh, Miss Coretta Scott King's daughter, Bernice uh, King, Minister Bernice King, and uh, many, many other people. And uh, it's been really, uh, a, really a great opportunity, uh, interviewed Olympians. And so I could also coach and train people on how to host a radio show, also how to host a podcast as well. And um, I'm, I'm really uh, honored to, to be a part of this new podcast, Wealth Academy podcast, because it's really going to transform a lot of people. And I really want you to take some time out and go to Apple iTunes and listen to a few episodes and uh, give me a rating. Of course, I prefer a five star rating and a great review. Uh, because I will be delivering a lot of content-rich information, so I really would appreciate it if you would go to Apple iTunes and look for Wealth Academy Podcast with host Paul Lawrence Van. And uh, this episode here is coming to an end, and I just really want to let you know once more: uh, try to win. i giving you the opportunity to try to win a free coaching session with me. So go to. Uh, And sign up at my uh, website, www.wealthacademypodcast.com. Sign up for that free episode, and I'll coach you on one aspect. It could be health, for example. How do you improve your immune system? Or it very well could be you want to become a professional speaker. What is required to do that? I have expertise in, in these particular areas, and I love to do that. And also, you can also uh, put in your uh, name uh, at um, my email, paul at wealthacademypodcast.com. And I will give you consideration to coach you on a future episode of Wealth Academy Podcast. And again, my name is Paul Lawrence Van, host of Wealth Academy Podcast. My time is up and I surely thank you for yours. I will see you on the next episode of Wealth Academy podcast. Thank you for listening. You will find the show notes for links to everything that was mentioned. You will find the show notes on my landing page. Subscribe to the Wealth Academy podcast. Rate or review the podcast on iTunes.